From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion Disneyland Edition for the week of February 14, 2013. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Wayne Toygo, Mary Jo Mulata-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this segment, Tony has the first part in his series of reviews of the bands that play the Tomorrowland Terrace. Other than that band with like the, the, the guys in the white suits and that guy in the big black suit and... Never mind, sorry. Tony? Okay. Well, I was on a very icy cold Friday night. I went to see, I went to see, does that sound horribly, horrible grammatic? I'm, okay, that's just, I'm not even making any sense whatsoever. Okay. Yeah, thank you, Tony. That's going to do it for this segment of this. I, well, it was a crazy concert. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, I don't no, remember, like, like the Pink Floyd concert that I don't remember much of. I don't of. remember much. Uh, my son and I went to see the 80s All-Stars. My son is an avid guitar player, and so I thought it'd be cool for him to go. And, and you were born and, in the 80s, so. Yeah, and I was born in the 80s, and he knows a lot of those songs. Some he didn't. So, yeah. And so we went to see the 80s All-Stars. I was a little worried about the rain because it had rained during the day, so let everybody know that rain sometimes cancels it. It depends on how hard it is and everything because they play at Tomorrowland Terrace where the stage lifts up and and everything. And so we got there in time for the 8 o'clock show. And they, the 80s All-Stars perform four times on the week, uh, four times that night, 7 to 7.40, 8 to 8.30, 9.15 to 9.55, and 10 to 10.40. And those are really quick breaks when they're done because they play for about a half hour. And so what I did first when I got there, other than find a warm, not wet seat, was I actually talked to the people that were in the front. First I saw somebody right near at Tomorrowland Terrace, and I said, do you follow the band? No, I love this band. And I said, okay, well, tell me a little bit about them. She told me a little bit, and she said, oh, they're really great, and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't get, I got some, but nothing great. Then I went down to the people in the front row, and uh, I saw a couple of people with the Devo hats on. And I went, okay, you must follow the band. Are you? Are you, um, oh, it's funny, the, the lady I talked to up at the top said, oh, I'm not a stalker or anything, and I thought that was ironic, that, that term, but, um, I left, I let her alone. I go downstairs, and the, they go, oh, we're stalkers. Not knowing <laughs> that the other one said, like, no, we stalk this band, we love them. And so, I went, well, okay, I, so I, what's up? I think we should mention that it, at Tomorrowland Terrace, it's the same six or seven bands that play all the time there, so that's kind of why we're, we're reviewing them because you will be able to see these bands because they 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 come back time and time again. Thank you for adding that. Sorry. Which I was, no, no, I needed that because I would have forgotten. Okay. And so when I talked to them about the band, they said, "Oh no!" And we watched them in other venues. They said that they were based in San Diego. I'm on their website. We'll discuss their web presence in a little bit. <laughs> um, I can't find any information regarding what those her, their groupies stalker said, um, but they said they're based in San Diego. Uh, some other information they got from I got from them, which I have to just assume it's true because they're in love with this '80s All Stars band, was that the guitar is some the same guitarist sometimes plays with the Mad Hatter band, and that I'm not surprised, and or even and like with the Dixieland band in New Orleans Square. I'm not exactly sure because this dude had big old long dreads, so 
I don't know if that was a wig or if that was, and, and when he's playing with the other bands, but that's what they claimed. And I have no proof. I didn't go interview to find out. I just am assuming because they're big fans that that's true. So I found that interesting. So we've got our, they, they told me that to go on their website and you'll see all the songs they play and they go, there's some songs they play better than the original people. I'm like, really? Okay. They were awesome. I will say they were, pre- they were pretty awesome. And I even talked to Andrew. I was like, man, did you see or hear them do this song, this song? So I think they're great. Um, I didn't, I can't find their set list anywhere. So I was told by the fans that their sets do not, that they do change. So you're not going to get the same six songs. If you stay all night, they're not going to repeat a song, which I thought was good because it's, you know, you think, okay, then they're going to repeat the same songs over and over again. And they said, no, they won't repeat the same songs over and over again. And apparently they have this extensive set list on their website, which I cannot find. I am on the website. I know it's the correct website. I recognize the dudes, but I'm not on it. So anyways, I'm going to um first tell you a little bit about the group members, and then we're going to go and see if you guys can figure out the songs they played. <laughs> Make it a little more interactive. So, um, Do I need my buzzer? Yeah, you might need a buzzer. Um, so there's Nigel, who is the lead singer, and I will be doing a blog, and I have a lot of pictures. What was great was you could get up so close, I had some awesome pictures. And I'm using awesome a lot. Well, it is the 80s All-Stars, so I guess that makes sense. How, how busy was the place? It wasn't that busy because of the weather. Okay. So. So just you, know, you and the groupies. No, because then there were some other people that were dressed as 80s people there to, like, see the band. And then more people started coming. And so it, ended up, it wasn't crowded, because, but it was freezing cold for Southern California. It was, like, high 40s. So, um. Nigel, the lead singer, who was basically dressed like, I want to say, a, not just a generic 80s, maybe a Rod Stewart infatuation-ish era. Rod Stewart, maybe. That's what I'll go with. You have Jamie Starr, the guitar player, with some awesome dreads. You have the bass player, who's referred to on his website, the website is Devo 2.0. <laughs> and um, it's funny, because I was talking to the, one of the groupies, I think, I'm like, oh, these guys are great. I can't wait to talk about them. I told them I was going to do the podcast and everything. And then this one girl is like, and the bassist, and gives me a little look. And I'm like, okay, you like the bassist for other reasons, not because of his bass playing. She thought he was hot for some reason. And uh, he's referred <laughs> to as Devo 2.0, and he wears the red Devo hat from Whippet. And then the drummer is called the Karate Kid, and he's dressed up like the Karate Kid. So that's the, their whole 80s thing. And so they start the song as they're raising up on the stage. And let's see, I'm gonna give you a line. See if I can give you a line that, that doesn't, that stumps you guys, but not too hard. Um, Hawaiian noises banging on the bongos. Like a chimpanzee. What 80s song is that line from? Thing is, I know all these 80s songs, so I'm disappointed nobody knows it already. Yeah, you're, you're. Come on, you guys. Come on, no one? Okay. How about I want my MTV? I'll make it easy for you. Oh, that's <laughs> oh duh. Come on, guys. Uh, dire Straits. Yeah. I, no, I, Money for nothing. Got it. Money oh, for nothing okay. is. Okay, I'm just going to do this segment by myself. Yeah, because you do. I yeah, you may as well, because we're just kind of okay. floating with you. Okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> they started with Money for Nothing, and what was interesting that, and they did, they, the good, I think the guitar player was freaking amazing. And Andrew's watching him the whole time, because nice. he's just a guitar player. I'm like, he's good, huh? He's like, yeah. And I'll tell you the song he did, which just blew me away. But, um, I think in a lot of these cover bands, okay, the lead singer is decently important, but if you're playing, you gotta have a good guitarist. Like the bass player, whatever. I mean, nothing against Devo 2.0, but 
I've not heard like, oh, that bass line sounds exactly like the. But you got to have those guitar licks that match up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So Jamie Star was. That's a musical term, right? Guitar licks. Yes, like so. So um, well, guitar runs. Maybe next time I'll have my son with me because he would be able to explain. So it's funny because as he was leaving, he's like, "I knew that guitar. I just can't remember what the name of that guitar is." Like he knows guitars, so he was the right guy to take with me. Um, so anyways, they did Money for Nothing, and what's interesting is they do have a. How do I say this? There's in the original song Money for Nothing, there is words homosexuals in it. It's just a it's just thrown in there. And they changed it to a non slur. And just threw it in there like it was no big deal. And that was the first thing I know. It's like, well, they Disneyfied the song, which was awesome. But um they played it, he played it really well, he sounded good, so that was their first song. Then their next song Okay now I gotta I want to see. I want our listeners who know the '80s to at least be a little stumped before I go to you guys who need your extra help. Um, let me think of what line I can use. Uh, yeah, I know he's. I think it's. I know he's been a good friend of mine. Uh, let's see. You know, I wish that I had. Oh my gosh, this is killing me, if guys. You, if you sang it, we would help. No, would help. no, you shouldn't. I can't. I can't sing. Um, Okay, let me see. You know, I wish that I had. Uh, Jesse's. You guys are awful, dude. I'm I'm done. I'm not finished with this segment. <laughs> I'm sorry. If it's not the big bopper, I don't know. <laughs> Jesse's girl, right? Thank you. Jesse's girl was the second song, and they did it great. Sounded awesome. One thing I liked was the band had really good chemistry with each other. They talked. Oh, they spoke after every song, and they talked That's to the cool. audience, and they talked about. You know, we play here every night, you know, whatever we, you know, we play in Orlando. We're going, we're going to be in Hawaii soon. Maybe you guys can come with us. And, and they talked. And one, one thing I liked was, so they're, they're really performing for like the, the people that are all into the eighties tunes. But at one point, one of the song, one of the, um, oh, that's the next song. Uh, they went over to like a group of like, you know, teeny bopper girls and let them sing a part of the line. And then at one line, I think the guitar player went over to this little like three year old that was on the shoulders. Of the uh, of a dad and high fived her, and I was pretty impressed with the fact that here was a really high quality '80s band playing like good music, but yet still interacting with the kids. Like I just really liked how how and I'd never follow, I've never I'd never seen any of these bands really. So now I went, man, I'm gonna go back. I even told the the group, he said, I might come back by myself just to just to listen to them. So um, I just I really liked them. So the next song. Okay, what can I let's see what I can give you guys? Um, uh, okay, I'll just give you the first three numbers, and you should be able to finish it. I hope eight six seven five three zero oh, nine. Thank right. you, Tom. Yeah. Okay, so that is actually and some um, at my kids' school carnival. There's a bunch of cover bands. That's like the generic every '80s band has yeah. to play eight six seven. Like my son knows how to play that song. So they played that and it was good and they let the teeny bopper girl sing eight six seven five three zero nine. Uh then this is where I was blown away by the guitarist. And this was um they played for those of you that know, You Really Got Me by the Kinks, but Van Halen did a version in about seventy nine eighty. And with Eddie Van Halen, you know, doing the guitar, and it's a really um specific sounding Van Halen riff, even though it's not the original song. And he was perfect. And I remember looking right at Andrew and I'm like, he's good, huh? And he's like, yeah. And so, um, it's funny because he said, yeah, all these songs, they, they have their, their, their chords and they always have the solo. And so he would nail the solos. Jamie Starr, his name. 
So they you really got me. And then because it was raining, they said, okay, it was raining. So, okay, think of songs with rain in it. Okay? First thing I'm going to give you guys a clue, it has the word rain in it. And this song blew me away because of the guitar solo. I'll take now, rainy songs for 800 dollars Yes, rainy songs. Can anybody think of a song with the word rain in the title? Raindrops keep the, falling on my head. Well, no. Here comes good, the rain again. Good, yeah, okay. Yours Rainbow connection. <laughs> yours at least 80s. Okay. Um, I'm so disappointed because I love my 80s. And I'm realizing I'm just it's like me talking to myself here. But that's okay. Okay, they did Purple Rain. He did, they did Purple Rain, which is not a song I've heard a lot of cover bands do. Right. And the fact that Nigel could pull off Money for Nothing, Jesse's Girl, You Really Got Me, and Purple Rain, and he wasn't trying, what's nice was he wasn't like imitating Prince, or he wasn't imitating, he just sounded good. The, if I know nobody's, in, in our immediate, you guys have probably listened to Purple Rain recently, but if you can find it on Spotify or Last FM, Listen to the guitar solo, because one thing about Prince, now I'm getting all inside baseball, Prince is an amazing guitar player. And not everybody appreciates that part of his, his artistry or whatever. Um, and that's the solo in Purple Rain is incredible. And Jamie Starr just ripped that thing to shreds. And I was like, Andrew, you ripped that up. Seriously, go listen. If you're not listening to the, the guitar solo and you realize that he nailed it note for note, and I know that it's not easy. And my son, who plays guitar, looking at him, he's like, yeah, that's pretty awesome. So they did Purple Rain, which was a cool song, and they said, hey, we, no- we only do it when it rains, and that's not a normal 80s song you're going to hear. Nice. And then um, they finished with Cheap Trick. Okay, does that help anybody? Cheap Trick, 80s. Now, um, I suck matching names from bands to songs. Okay, how about... Um, <laughs> How about I blank you to blank you? I want you to blank you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. They did. I yeah. actually know that song. Remember playing match game again, Tony? Try it. Well, now we're going to do this for every you know, band. Um, I want yeah. I want you to want me, and then that's how they finished. And as they, they go down in the stage and they're still playing. Uh, overall, I was, I was really impressed because, again – I was sitting there going, I forget that Disneyland has all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I go with my son, and we go on the rides, and we eat. And you forget, at least I forget, a lot of people forget about the entertainment. And their entertainment was spot on. Like, I literally will go back just to listen to them on my own. Because I like 80s, right. obviously. And they were really good. And that guitar player, I hate to just keep saying that it was the guitar player, but the guitar player was freaking incredible, I thought. How um, long was their set? It was about 30 minutes, because when they came in, they said, okay, we'll be back in 15 minutes. And then they're back in 15 minutes, and, and according to the groupies, they do different um, they they do different songs. So I, I wanted to stay for the next set, but it was cold, and Andrew wanted to go home, so it's like, okay. But I'd like to go back and, and see a second they, set. They, to say, see. they play, what, four, three or four sets, right? Yeah, they had four sets, so 7 to 7.40. 8 to 8.30, 9.15, 9.55, and 10 to 10.40. And um, and even though it was cold, they, they did. And they one of the things also is they, they just they seem to have a really good rapport with each other. And um, ladies, they all had wedding rings on, it seemed like. Um, just just letting you know. Um, even though I don't think the groupies cared. The, um, they were – it was cool to be able to get that close to a band, too, just any band. And I just was really – I wasn't expecting anything, and 
they were really good. And so I would totally recommend, especially if you like 80s, and it's, again, something different, especially for those pass holders. Like, okay, I go all the time. What am I doing? And then Friday night, go and just listen to the band, and you could go up to the tables at uh, Tomorrowland Terrace and eat and listen there if you wanted. And what's nice, again, is there, was, there were families there. There were hardcore 80s freaks there. There were groupies there. I mean, it, it all it all worked together, and they seemed to communicate with everybody. So they do have a website. It's called 80sallstars.com, 80zallstars.com, and they also had a Facebook page. So I went on the website, and unfortunately, you're not going to get much information. The website, it says 2011 at the bottom, nothing against the 80s All-Stars. If somebody knows them and listens to this, have them contact me because I could build them. A, I'm not a webmaster by any means, but they could use a little help with their website because when I click on songs, there's nothing on songs. There's there, there's Nigel on a guitar in the middle of outer space, which is cool, but there's no list of songs, and apparently they play tons of different songs. When I click on venues, there's a pictures of the there's a picture of the MTV Music Award and the Ghostbusters mobile, but there's no list of venues that they're playing. How about the calendar? Is it up to date? I click on calendar and there's a cool marquee of an air of an old movie theater, but there's nothing on it. So I went to the I know and I went to the Facebook page and there's not a lot on there about them. They need to get more prom- there. It says M15 Concerts, and I click on that link, and they talk about the 80s All-Stars, but this is a specific bar and grill, and let me tell you where that is. On February, oh, we missed uh, Frank Hannon of Tesla signs Mm. anyways. Thank you for at least Belladonna Stevie Nash tribute February 15th. Great white. Okay, but I'm trying to see where this is. Of course, it's in Corona, so it looks like they play decently regularly in Corona. And a little information about them. It says they've been rocking for over 14 years and are the premier, most complete 80s tribute act in Southern California. Devo to Bon Jovi, Derek Springfield to Duran Duran. Uh, their high energy performances have seen, been seen from Orlando to Hawaii to Vegas to Cabo San Lucas. Uh, I guess they were at the 2010 Major League Baseball All-Star Fan Appreciation event. And they're regular at Disney properties in both Anaheim and Orlando. It was interesting when they said they were going to be in Hawaii. It made me think, wondered if they were actually going to be in Al- Alani. Because it seems like they're kind of a Disney affiliated band. It's so, really weird because I, when you were gonna go look at this, I went to that website and the calendar was current, and now it's okay. not. So that's okay, kinda, good. So it's not just of, me. I thought, and yeah. I tried a different browser, or whatever. So maybe I'll work on it. But I would totally. Yeah, but it was like I said, it was current the last week when I looked at it. Okay, well, so they need just someone to update. But I yeah. would definitely recommend them, especially if you like '80s, and even if you don't, there were people there who. And I would recommend it for the podcast crew so they could learn some 80s, maybe. So, um, so you would be uh, the only one up there performing on stage? No, I'm not performing. I'm just hang, hanging out. But um, the other, uh, my big thing that I liked was that they they communicated with the entire audience, different levels. The good, they still seem to be rocking as they could rock without being like too Disneyfied. Um, and they enjoyed, like they la- like you can tell they like liked each other. Like they weren't just a cover band that was working. They, you could right. tell they enjoyed each other's and they, or, or, or they put on the greatest show ever, but they seem to really like, like each other and they get a couple so, of moves. And, and, and this is a band that is, wasn't created by Disney. This is a band that, that Disney brings in. 
that's how I see it because they seem to be all other over the places, place. yeah. Other places. So yeah. Even though they, I'm sure they have some kind of contract with Disney. Right. But, but here you can go to Corona and see them. And, uh, I might actually do that. See if they've got the more, more. What, I want to, I want to hear their other tunes. Cause they were really good. And again, I know I'm going back to Purple Rain solo. Somebody who's listening to this podcast, God know what I'm talking about, about the Purple Rain solo. But he tore that thing up. Nice. So I, I give the guitar player the, the, uh, a bit. And then the, again, the, the lead singer. So it was fun. It was great. Check them out, and I will let you know about the next band. I got a lot of good pictures, so that'll go up on the um, the uh, on the blog. But even if you what's don't that like website me, address, Nancy? Hmm. One more no. time. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh. Blog.wdwinfo.com. Sorry. Blog.wdwinfo.com. Yeah. I I was thought for sure Tony would pop that out. I was letting somebody else do it this time. Well, and the other, the only, the only thing I was kind of disappointed in, but it had nothing to do with them, was that, oh wait, you're done? You guys are really good. Now I gotta wait 15 minutes till you come back up. I understand. Okay, that didn't sound correct. Anyways, <laughs> um, they, until the band arrives. Wow, 15 from minutes, the stage. impressive. Yeah, I know, huh, exactly. Well, well, you know, they might be Teamsters. <laughs> so, yeah, but I wanted, um, I, I wish they were <laughs> gonna keep playing. And so, but that's the way it is. So 15 minutes and then they're back. So, um, you, you have, I would, I would recommend seeing them for a couple of shows. Um, like Tony, I said, I was, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was saying, I know that you said it was cold, but was, it, was there anybody on the dance floor or anything? Or well, basically? That's where I was. Keeping? We were all on the dance floor. Like, the, I mean, we were all standing on the dance floor. And then like the a 80s. Rave type thing? <laughs> Whoa, wait. Can you share that with us? Your, your rave experience? <laughs> I don't know that. I just. You just heard the word mind. somewhere? I, just, no, 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 just, everyone, just like if you were to go to an 80s club or whatever, you would just be standing there kind of watching them. Most of us were standing there and then some people were dancing. I was kind of moving, you know, around a little bit. Nothing. I wasn't busting a cabbage patch, another 80s reference. Nice. Nobody gets, um, <laughs> or anything, but, or the, or the, or the running man, but I was, um, yeah, people, well, some people were like totally dancing and stuff, but we, everybody was just basically standing there. And listening to him. Alright, how much do we pay Andrew to take a video of his father doing the cabbage patch? Hey, if you don't realize, okay, I can actually dance. Oh no, it's a dance. (laughs) Now, I've started to do it, but nobody can see it on, people that are 80s fans know the cabbage patch. Anyways, I can actually Western dancing days, I don't know any of those dances. I can actually, I could actually dance. I can't be choreographed to save my life. You know me, freestyle. (laughs) I could, Did he offer to dance with any of us during the podcast cruise? When we I, were, no. I no, just I want to put right. that right out there. When was there? Wait, Nancy, when, when we were on the podcast cruise and the adults were out there, Tony was dancing with different, dis- he was out there. Tony was did, the did only one brave enough to do karaoke. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I like my music. So. But we were when we were dancing 80s, I think, right, Tony? We were all dancing in a big group. Tony was there. Yeah, I tried to get in there, but we were know, having fun. Yeah, it and sounds I think... like we need to have a band Disney. Tony. <laughs> yeah, we need well, to go have an 80s yeah. All Stars Disney, and I got to tell them to only do songs that I can do the Cabbage Patch to. I'll just do the Cabbage Patch for 40 straight minutes. Nice. <laughs> I don't think my shoulders I... could handle that, but. I do have another question. Okay. I know you said that there were some. You know, a lot of the people who were there watched them a lot. Mm-hmm. Did you have, did it have like a local vibe to the? It was, it was well, I think I, the, the, the issue was it was so cold so there weren't as many people as normal. 
I think the, a little bit because you had like the there was the the group that where the the girl totally looked Cindy Lopper Cindy Lopper herself <laughs> out to see the group, uh-huh. and then the dude had like a, a polo with his uh with his uh collar up. So you had like that group right behind me, and then you had the uh the groupie the, these this it was just funny because the, the groupie group there's like four of them, and there was one if the ladies listening I apologize, but an older lady. That loved him. And then you had one that I swear was way younger than me. Maybe about your daughter's age, Mary Jo. But she was loving her 80s and had the Devo hat on. It was oh like a God. weird, like it was a weird group that loved, she's the one who was in love with the bassist, like unhealthily. Um, <laughs> but, um, but, uh. Is the Devo hat that plastic, like alien looking thing? Yeah, the thing that looks that, like a, yeah. like an upside down, uh, pot. Is that uh, what that is, a Devo hat? Devo in the video. It looks like an upside down uh, funnel. And Devo's big hit, Whip It, they all wore that. And so if you look at the the bassist is exactly, he dresses exactly like that. He's got the red hat and he's got the all black, like the shorts and the the the, um, muscle shirt. And that's how Devo in that famous video dressed. That's why it isn't a Devo hat. So um we're really learning a lot about the 80s if you guys want to I, I didn't know well they have there's a movie called About Helen or Raising Helen or something like uh-huh. that with with uh Goldie Hawn's daughter Kay Hudson and okay. in the beginning of the movie Goldie they pull Hans out daughter. this hat and they're dancing well <laughs> they they and they're having these hats and I had no I just thought they were bowls that okay now I get it whip it whip it good and they were playing <laughs> whip it Good. I miss yeah. date. I okay. miss date night at Disneyland with the Elliott Brothers and the Date Nighters <laughs> Orchestra. Okay. So, um, yeah. Well, so, see, this is why we are the greatest podcast on <laughs> iTunes because we have such a wide range of experiences and age ranges and musical tastes. Um, so I'm looking. Have- I'm looking at the list, Tony. What are you going to hit next? You tell me. The, I, don't know. I just do what my producer says. We've we I, I said five or six. I lied. There's eight different bands that rotate through the Tomorrowland Terrace uh, performance schedule. Well, you know what? Eight, so- eight, 80s All Stars, Stellar, Scott Bruce's Salute to Elvis, Instant Replay, The Bolts, Rumble King, Thomasina, and Suburban Legends. Now I don't know if that names tell you anything other than I have the Salute no idea. to Elvis, but. What the cool thing is, is I'll be able to find who the groupies are, and they'll give me some more information. Yeah. And as someone who always is forced to do the food, well, not forced, but kind of I'm used to doing the food things, it's nice because I don't have to my, – by myself, I can review this, and I don't need a bunch of people to eat with. And I don't feel too full after watching them. Yeah. So I'm actually really excited about doing this. Uh, Unless you get series. the munchies. Well, yeah, depending on, well, no, it's a Disney concert, so I don't think we'll have to worry about it. I mean, I don't know. I'm not Mary Jo hanging out at Rave's, so I know that there's stuff that's passed around. Yeah, sure, Mary Jo. And then you played like, I don't know what Devo is, but you've been to Rave's. So, um, but then we got Nancy listening to Daft Punk or whatever that stuff is that I don't know, but, um, or Dubstep or whatever that stuff is. But, um, no, go see him. Just, just. For, uh, especially when it's, I'm thinking one thing they talked about was when it gets warmer, it's a nice way to break it up. Yeah. You know, and right, it was freezing now, but I plan on going back and seeing them and seeing all the other ones and 
I'll, I'll have a better, I'll, I'll this next time I'll make sure I write a little bit more to give ideas of songs. Even if it's songs, there's songs I don't know because then maybe other people know them. I just thought everybody knew my 80s songs, but I, I guess not. <laughs> I think half of us were, were so enthralled with the tone of your voice. <laughs> well, that's, you are ladies and you do have, and I have that tone of my voice, so. Oh my. Yeah, it's a yeah. shame you didn't share it with us at dinner the other night. I apologize. Did I just well, call uh, you up for skipping uh, out on Mary Jo and I? Yeah, uh, y- y- y'all, y- y'all being a little not too friendly for me, so that's okay. <laughs> it's a long story. Someday you'll get to hear it. It's okay. We had a we had a very interesting time eating without you. Okay. And we tested out some restaurants that cool. you were testing it. So now you don't have to have us go with you. And now we off topic. To okay. No, wait, wait, well, wait. Don't say that because I still want to go with him to try different stuff. So. Yeah. Okay, fine. Hold, r- rain it back in, Tony. Rain it back. Rain it. Rain it. Purple rain it back in. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, go. Okay. In the go. go see them. Go see them, especially if you like '80s music, or you want to. Do they play any Prince? Thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> see. Alright, Great. Great. <laughs> I even talked about Purple Rain being like the greatest song ever that they performed. <laughs> I just thought I'd like call you on that one too. Oh, right. I'm try to get to that one. Okay, thank you, Tony. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland shows this week. And of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Nancy. Ha, 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 ha.